Welcome to A Sister and Her Mister, a podcast where we show you the real behind the scenes of how we balance the PCOS lifestyle in our marriage, gluten and dairy free. I'm Talene, your fellow sister and registered dietitian. And I'm Sirak, husband, engineer, and PCOS personal trainer. We're going to make PCOS a little less overwhelming and a lot more fun. Can we get this podcast on the road? What are you doing sipping on tea? Can I not have a little bit of tea? I've been waiting. First of all, <laughs> you're the one that made us this. What kind of tea is this? It's actually rosebud tea. It's okay, so you're good. the one that made rosebud tea. <laughs> and then when I drink it, you, you know, tarnish I know my you career. I can't see, but Sirak is wearing some pretty sick shoes that what? don't show up. But I did wait 10 minutes for him to tie his shoes and wear this whole thing. But First they don't all, show up on the YouTube sold, screen. Okay, let me just pop it over real quick. Yeah, show him. Okay, they, they still sold, can't see it. It's fine. I'm not trying to show off my shoes. Jesus Christ. I'm just saying. That's why I'm frustrated that you're drinking tea and we haven't started this podcast yet. Well, is it my fault that they sold me these shoes without the gosh darn laces? Oh, they did? Is that what took you so long in the yeah, other room? Yeah, they didn't have laces put into the shoes when I bought them. Oh so I, when I, right now, I was like, we're going to wear them for the first time, basically. And, you know, I like to dress well for the podcast. It's all about how you are on the outside is how you do on the inside. Right. <laughs> is is that, that what they say? No, no. What is it? Dress for the job and you'll get it? Is that, what That's is it? one way. No, no. It's like when you dress for it, you feel better. So you perform better. Yeah. So, you know, like my whole... My whole philosophy is like never like dress not good or like to your best of your abilities. Like I'm not saying wear a suit when you go out on the town. <laughs> but what I mean is like, you know, try a little, try like just try. And like it. when you do, you feel so much better and then you do better. That's just my opinion. It's part of self-care, self-love. It reflects on how you yeah. look, how you act with people, how you're talking to people. And speaking of self-care, I'm just going to tie this in. Yeah, I wasn't done with my what else are you going to say? What else before I go on my self-care tangent? I was just going to say, like when I go to work, I like to dress like, you know, nice because oh, I feel yeah. like I'm going to do better. Yeah. Like, I feel like I do better because of that. Like, you know, just I that wearing that extra agree. accessory or something or even like, you know, that, you know, like a nicer button down. You just feel better. But that's just me. I Anyways. completely agree. You know what makes anyway, me feel better way. is when I'm eating the way I want to and I don't feel rushed and I have like a good hour to have my lunch to like make my salad if I'm working from home or like if I pack something and go somewhere that is like my form of self-care sure I mean I'm just gonna tie that in all these women are taking the course and doing exactly <laughs> what I want them to do that's right but the course is over now it's over we finished launching it yeah a lot of people enrolled. I think it was about 250 people enrolled in the course. And, yes. you know, we're so happy to have them all in, in the course. And whoever enrolled, they have access forever. So it's not yeah. like, not that it's it's shut down. You that, just take it yeah. over and over again, the yeah. four weeks. Or you have access to it as reference for one, for whenever you need it in the, in the future, even after you're done. So I can't wait to great. hear all of the wonderful like testimonials. Like all these people, yeah. Last time I launched a course last year... Um, it was called Three Steps to PCOS Weight Loss, that course. 
afterwards oh my god the testimonials mm. i was getting i was like waking up to all these dms all these wonderful messages i can't wait for the same thing to happen after this course launch yeah. it'll take a few months i know well, like this is like a four-week meal plan and workout course so like it's gonna take some like it's gonna take four weeks until yeah. we get to see how people feel about it and we're gonna share with everybody else just yeah. to like you know show the community that there is a way to like get rid of the stigma around you know just if you eat right and like change up your lifestyle and just try work gluten out right, and dairy free yeah, like try something are, new yeah these can really improve your health and you don't have to resort to like what we're about to talk about today birth control and other you know yeah. prescription things like metformin and yeah else. oftentimes birth control is just given as a solution for all these PCOS symptoms and even if the person doesn't want to go on birth control and has no interest in it, they're 16 years old, you know, maybe like I didn't, I didn't care for it for like any other purpose other than regulating my period. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you're just handed it as if it's the only solution. And it's crazy to me. There's other things you can do and yeah. try to understand your hormones before that's, jumping on it. That's the same story that I, that I hear from so many, like so many DMs. ladies and like, who are DMing and commenting on the posts, they always say that they go to the doctor and the doctor just hands them either birth control as their first option or they tell them, oh, just lose some weight. Yeah. And like, I personally have obviously don't have this experience, but like (laughs) I I keep on, yeah, I don't have PCOS, but I keep on reading it and it's stuck in my brain. Like I, that's all I can like remember like whenever i think of uh, someone being diagnosed is like for sure the doctor just told them here's birth control and just lose some weight yeah it blows my mind yeah also i mean it you know it starts with irregular periods you know when you're diagnosed with pcos usually it starts with that sometimes like ruptured mm-hmm. ovarian cysts but it's crazy because if you have like lighter periods then it makes your then it means that you have low estrogen like if you have shorter periods and then if you have like blood clot i mean clotted blood menstrual blood then that means you have higher estrogen and like these are vital signs like of your health like your your period basically reflects your hormones your hormone health are you having a lot of pain i mean it reflects something yeah instead of understanding that they're just like oh my gosh here's the pill totally i've heard that like when when a woman has her period and like they can actually see how their body is like during that time and yeah it's like a report card of the month yeah there any like other details you want to discuss about that i mean yeah i mean like for example in this podcast we're going to talk about how to get off the pill Mm -hmm. and how it affects your weight how it affects your mood and like what it does so basically it shuts your entire reproductive system down and your body stops talking to your ovaries and your ovaries stop ovulating that's because it's tricking your body into thinking it's pregnant yeah is that, i mean wow. into not into thinking it's pregnant but into not ovulating so that you don't get pregnant mm-hmm. so yeah you're just not for well, because like, your eggs it's preventing yeah, yeah exactly it's preventing exactly. your body from dropping the egg so there's a lot of evidence about birth control causing like nutrient depletion and mood Mm -hmm. issues and blood clots cancer stroke heart attacks and everything like that we mentioned on the last episode how it causes adrenal or it can cause adrenal fatigue Mm -hmm. and a lot of the symptoms are associated with birth control 
and, like, and mood or, issues yeah, yeah. And mood issues because of all the hormonal imbalances it causes yeah yeah it further drives inflammation insulin mm-hmm. resistance and adrenal yeah. fatigue and so even with weight like several studies say it's a result of water retention which is true like if you get off the pill and you lose a bunch of weight it means like it was just water weight but then sometimes it's not water weight because it lowers your testosterone testosterone Mm -hmm. by 50 percent, and then that lowers your muscle mass and your you know your muscle mass is what helps you burn yeah it's very vital to your metabolism and it's just like to your overall health yeah it messes with your metabolism essentially and you need muscle like not just to like look tone or like just to like have muscles like look like you have muscles but muscle protects your bones it protects your joints muscle is important when you get up from like obviously from the chair but also like when we, as you're walking and you know trying to do like workouts like you need that so pelvic if, floor muscles yeah pelvic like floor that. muscles and like as you get older it's even more important because one of the reasons that people start to age or like start to like age uh, at a faster rate is because they lose um strength in their legs so then they're not able to stand up and then because they're not able to stand up, then now they're not walking. Now oh my they're, gosh. Yeah, it's like this whole like um, avalanche because it starts with just losing you know, the, strength. The strength to stand yeah. up. Yeah, and then it ends up you're not doing enough calories and now you're having health issues and it's just like... So it's very important that you maintain your... Muscle your, mass yeah, and metabolism. muscle mass, especially in your legs. That's like your, the number one area that everybody should focus on is your lower body strength yeah. as you get older. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, you know, the birth control, it helps with acne because it lowers your testosterone, but then at the same time, it's messing with your muscle mass and that's affecting your weight. Mm -hmm. And then it's also like causing water retention and not to mention estrogen dominance. So it's synthetic estrogen in the pill, but it can cause like 10 times more of a potency than natural estrogen in your body. Mm. It can lead to like, 10 times more potency and the more estrogen you have the more estrogen dominant you are the more you weight gain weight in your hips and your thighs and it slows your metabolism and then it becomes harder to lose weight because of that excess estrogen that you're getting that synthetic estrogen Mm -hmm. and we'll also talk about how your liver detoxes estrogen and because of birth control it's you know once you get off of the pill your liver is kind of like slow you know because of the pill um and it's effects on your liver and then liver supplement yeah 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 yeah, and there's like we have what do we what is the one i love um gaia Mm -hmm. liver daily liver is it g-a-i-a yeah g-a-i-a okay g-a-i-a so I, good. I hate words like that, by the way, <laughs> where it has like an A, and, I, and, together. A and an E. It's like, ayo, ayo. <laughs> Anyways, there's a guy, so it's Gaia. Gaia, Gaia. I mean, I like everyone I know. Oh, you take them. I saw you no, take, I take it, it the other day. No, I take it like maybe two or three times a week. Just like, I'm like, ah, maybe I should take a liver supplement. Everyone I know is taking it because I forced it. <laughs> you need a liver supplement. But it really does help with like how you feel like yeah i mean like i'll I'll be honest without being too crude but like it just makes you feel better when you go number two the next day (laughs) it's just healthier and that's part of understanding if your hormones are detoxing well it's if you go to the bathroom yeah every day oh my gosh i remember i had a doctor who said going to the bathroom every two or three days is fine 
I mean, did I say doctor? It was a teacher. It was a professor at school. Mm. I was like, how is that fine? That means your liver is know. not detoxing. You could take magnesium citrate. You can take a liver supplement, something yeah. to keep it pushing. Anyways. I'll be honest. I, that kind of used to be me like 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Before I knew anything about my health. Yeah. But and like what sense. I needed to do. Yeah. <clears throat> now it's much more healthy. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and then... So not to sidetrack on liver health, but mm-hmm. I want to keep talking about birth control and its impact when you're taking it okay. um, on your mood as well. And basically, because of the nutrient depletion it causes, so for example, like vitamin B6 is something that's depleted when you take birth control. Mm-hmm. And this messes, because it's depleted, it messes with tryptophan in your brain. And these are both necessary to make serotonin, which is your happy neurotransmitter that puts you in like a good mood, right? Yeah. So it stops like panic and anxiety. So this chain reaction that B6 has in your body can cause you to have anxiety. And, you know, a multivitamin can actually really help with this. Like there are case studies that show like a methylated B vitamin can help with this. I I 100% agree. And I really fully support multivitamins either way. Because of the benefits it has. I know you're like a vitamin freak. I was about to go on. And look. I feel like every time <laughs> you say your something, I'm tangent. like, go by on. the way. Go well, on. Tell them about your vitamin. <laughs> well, I take multivitamins every day. Just like one pill a day. It's encapsulations is the, the company that makes it. But the point is like the reason why I take it is like I have a generally healthy diet. So maybe I'm getting a lot of the nutrients. But still like you're not going to get everything you need. Even like if you're generally healthy, like, but like, even if you consider most people in the world who like maybe don't have, you know, like, uh, as good of a healthy diet, maybe as me, me and you Italian, because you know, we're gluten dairy free. So like, and like, yeah. we don't eat processed stuff. So like, imagine like people who are like, maybe not able to get eat all like the that, nutrients, get all the nutrients and they don't, they're not taking multivitamins. Some people don't like vegetables. Yeah. And plus a lot of the food today, the the nutrients and vitamins and like are the minerals are depleted of yeah. the soil right yeah the mass production mm-hmm. has caused soil to lose its um like nutrients inside of it so that it's not able to you know, give it to the plants and and then we're depleted yeah, of it because exactly. we're not eating like super nutritious exactly foods and then not just that we're not absorbing it because of birth control over here yeah and like yeah. it's really hard to eat a balanced diet like even if you're healthy it's hard to have a balanced diet where you're getting 100% yeah, totally. of everything you eat. Three so I, cups of vegetables yeah. a day, like that's hard sometimes, yeah. you know, especially if you're busy, it's not going to consistently be like that. And yeah. your multivitamin is super helpful. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I just think it's a great boost. And I feel like if you take it, it's just going to further help you. Yeah, I agree. So B6, you know, it's found in like B vitamins are found <clears throat> in proteins like meat. Mm-hmm. Um but also when you're having like these mood issues with birth control, women tend to go to their doctor and then their doctor doesn't either believe them or they put them on a different pill and see how that works and then put on a different pill and see how that works. And like this endless cycle goes on and on. And we can't rely solely on the research because the research shows that birth control doesn't affect your mood. There's some research studies out there that say that, but it's clear 
as day to so many people that it does affect their mood. And there are recent studies that show that teenage girls on hormonal birth control were 80% more likely to develop depression. Of course. And 23% more likely to be prescribed antidepressants. That's crazy. I mean, I don't want to say like, of course, but like, think about it. Like you're at an age where you're changing so much and then you're, you're introducing this foreign thing into your body. Exactly. And your body is like already going through changes. And now this foreign thing is coming in there. Yeah. It's like this. And like, I, I really don't know how studies sometimes like these, these early studies that say all oh, birth control is completely healthy. Yeah. And like now you look at all these anecdotal stories of actual people with real stories. You mm-hmm. see them all over the like online and even like TV that they are saying, you know, like I'm suffering from from like hormonal issues and other things like we have to remember that sometimes or all studies are are made or funded by interest interest groups like no there's no company out there that does a study just for the sake of doing it because they make money from it there's like no such thing there's only like government studies but those are also funded from the government and they have to fund based on you know dairy council exactly exactly (laughs) and a lot of these you know and like a lot of studies they're funded by like special groups like coca-cola or like the dairy council or you know the tobacco industry or other things and it's, it doesn't mean that all studies are like flawed or anything like that because people like companies have to do research to see what they're what they're doing is right but like a lot of times you just have to be careful you know if a study is so positive where it's coming from you know did the pharmaceutical industry possibly fund a study you know, supporting birth control. Yes, but it doesn't mean they did something wrong. It just, you know, you have to kind of just be aware yeah. where the information is coming from. Sorry if that I was mean, a long you tangent. You can't convince me that birth, con- you cannot convince me that birth control doesn't affect your mood. I don't care what the heck study was out there. It's wrong mm-hmm. because I took it once and I was bedridden with depression for 24 hours. How long did hours. you take it? I took it I took it for a few days. Really? And then right and away I, you felt like this complete sudden After like a couple days, I felt like a sudden horrible craze came wow. over me and like I was bedridden and it took me a while to like get back together. Mm-hmm. And people stay on it because they're like, "Oh, I'll get used to it. I'll get used to it." And they just drag through their days <laughs> depressed not realizing that it's the pill and even their doctors saying no it's not the pill it's not the pill yeah. sometimes and you know i'm here to tell you it could be it like that i'm not saying for everyone that mm. that's the reason why you're depressed but yeah. it could completely be affecting your mood and totally. you want to take control of your fertility not because you not you don't wait until you want to get pregnant to care because that's not the point. The point is to make sure that your progesterone is there high enough so you're ovulating. And because you're ovulating, you know, naturally your skin is glowing and you're not bloated and your mood is stable. Yeah. And inflammation like is low. all of the things that you're doing are catering to keeping these toxins out of your body and detoxing with the, you know, vegetables, cruciferous vegetables, taking multivitamins mm-hmm. and things to keep your hormones stable and so that you don't have these mood issues and um you know anything that is affected hormonally by your diet and lifestyle and environment Mm -hmm. you just want to really invent and that's probably why you're listening to this podcast because you care 
yeah. about your hormones and your health. And there's so much out there that you can do other than masking issues with birth control. That's right. That was great, babe. I, I, My I tangent. Love that. No, I don't. That's not a tangent. That is that is yeah. gospel. Gospel. So sing it to me. I think we're gonna move on to per, the post birth control, right? Yeah. So if you don't want to be on the pill, yeah, it, or you're it's just your going choice. off of it, we're not telling you to get off yeah. of it. If you don't want to be on the pill, I do recommend listening to. And if you want to learn more about the pill, mm-hmm. listening to a book listening i say because i listen to it on audible <laughs> but it's called um beyond, beyond the, the pill. pill by dr jolene brighton yeah and she is seriously the pill pcos birth control expert i mean just birth control expert pcos endometriosis all the things she talks about it in her book yeah and i think it's just excellent and um so basically that's where you should go to learn more about birth control. But if you want to get off the pill, there are some things that you should consider while you're getting off the pill and transitioning because you may find that like for the next four or six months, you're going to have a lot of symptoms and like mood issues or perhaps um, weight issues or mm-hmm. acne and this and that. And so let's talk about some of the things you can do if you decide to get off the pill. Like my sister is just getting off the pill. Yeah, and she's telling me she's having a little That's bit right. of acne. That's right. We should mention that earlier. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it in another episode, but Italian sister right now is going off of birth control. How is she doing? It's been like two she's weeks. She's doing good. She's um. She said she was getting a little bit of acne, and she's doing the four week meal prep and workout course. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if like her weight changes. Um, you know, it depends. Like, cause she just got off the pill. Yeah, there's a lot it of things happening. It might take some time. Yeah, like four to six months. And then, yeah, so I think sometimes it affects her mood too, but she's taking Obacetol and she said that once she takes it, because it's vitamin B, it just changes her mood in like five minutes and mm. she's back to normal. I mean, can you imagine? She's probably so depleted because she wasn't, t- she was on birth control for 10, for 14 years. Oh my God, that's so long. That's so long. That's like half her life, I yeah, feel Yeah, like. I should call her and make sure she's on a multivitamin while we're at it. That's right. I mean, you gotta, you, she has to listen to this episode. Like, she is. Hi, Arlene. <laughs> that's right, Arlene. Shout out to you. Shout out. So, so yeah, like, listen, symptoms, Arlene, here are some of the things you need to do. Yeah, so symptoms can be like last around four to six months. So be like aware, you know, be prepared. Like don't. Yeah. Don't feel like you're losing your mind. It's just like self-monitor yeah. yourself. Just, you know, how do I feel today? Yeah. And Am unfortunately, yeah, what's going on. Yeah. And yeah. unfortunately, there's a lot of like uh, symptoms that you, you might you're obviously not going to like, like you might lose your period or like you, you're yeah. going to get some like extra acne, some acne or like some, yeah. some hair loss. But there's lots you can do. Don't panic. Yeah, of course. There's always things you can do and like you don't have to like just jump back on it because you're scared. So one of the things Mm -hmm. is, like we said, taking a multivitamin Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, getting all those B vitamins in so that your neurotransmitters, your serotonin is really like working properly and your mood isn't as affected. So Ovacetol is one way or taking a multivitamin or if you're trying to get pregnant soon, definitely take a prenatal vitamin because birth control does deplete folate as well and that's necessary for yeah. baby production yes <laughs> yes so that's one way 
And then you also want to heal your gut in the process. So very important. Arlene's doing that right now by going gluten and dairy free. And my mom is making bone broth for us. And like all this, like, uh, like things like with probiotics are really helpful because it's just going to help your, your gut health just uh, overall become very balanced. And we mentioned on the last episode, your gut health is linked to your mental health. Oh yeah. And they found like, uh, neurotransmitter like receptors in the in the stomach mm-hmm. and it's really important that now like we nourish that with probiotics and that will help with depression and mood problems yeah it'll help and just going gluten and dairy free will help too because mm-hmm. um we mentioned in previous podcast episodes that gluten causes leaky gut yeah. and it makes that you know the junctions of your stomach that mm-hmm. like hold the lining of your stomach together loosen up and like proteins escape and basically your body attacks it and it causes like an autoimmune response to it that's right so if you're sensitive to gluten and you cut it out you'll see that you're less bloated mm-hmm. you know and your stomach is really healing and you're starting to feel better yep so consider cutting that out and um some great supplements if you want to continue healing your gut are l-glutamine glutamine's great yeah and acetylglucosamine and of course, bone broth. Mm-hmm. Find some really good bone broth, or make it. Boil some bones. Have you done that? Is that all you have to do? I've done. Boil it? Yeah, I bought like cow bones and I <laughs> boiled cow thigh bones <laughs> with oh. like vegetables. It was actually good, and I kept adding water to it, and like for hours and hours, it just concentrated. Okay, I mean, if it tastes <laughs> good at the end of the day. But honestly, just buy it, you guys. It's too much work. <laughs> Um, so the liver detox we mentioned yeah, the we mentioned yeah the, li- the liver yeah. what was it liver, liver. <laughs> the li- what's it called liver detox no not Gaia. detox pill but Gaia daily liver cleanse yes that's yeah right. so that's another thing you want to do after you get off the pill so replenish nutrients heal your gut and give some love to your liver because mm-hmm. um, it's really it's processing your estrogen and it's removing it from your body. It's detoxing it from your body. And birth control is really hard on your liver. So when mm-hmm. you're not able to detox that estrogen, you get estrogen dominance. And that contributes, like we said earlier, to weight gain. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to take, I'm gonna take uh, two of them tonight after this podcast. <laughs> Everyone, go to As the bathroom tribute. every day. Okay? Try your best. And if you can't, take magnesium citrate or the Gaia, Gaia liver cleanse. Yeah, I guess it's like a, like a liver, it's not a liver cleanse, it's like a liver supplement just to, you know, help your liver function better. So yeah. just if, if, if you don't want to take Gaia, just find something similar to it. There's, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of ones mm-hmm. on Amazon. A naturopathic doctor had recommended it to mm. me and we're actually going to have oh, her yeah. on the podcast. That's right. We're going to have a doctor coming, yeah. guys. I know we're going to go to her office yeah. and record the podcast episode with her. And she seriously changed my life. She told me to go gluten and dairy free. She mm-hmm. gave me the liver cleanse. I changed because of her. I'm so excited to have oh, her on. That's right. Yeah. And that's going to be in February. So either in the, it's either going to be the first or second episode in February. So just keep an eye out for that. Yeah. And uh, other, other things we want to talk about post birth control. Inflammation and how that affects Mm -hmm. your metabolism. Yeah, like, oh, go ahead, babe. Yeah, like research shows that hormonal birth control is inflammatory. It causes your C-reactive protein to increase. Which we already know that when you have PCOS, 
you're 80% more likely, or sorry, 96% more likely to have a higher C-reactive protein. Yeah. We talked about that on a previous episode. How do I remember 96%? Because I am a genius. Let's not forget I am a mechanical engineer working in the nuclear industry. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Anyway, higher C-reactive protein, as you were saying. Yeah. Inflammation leads to your metabolism slowing down. So I've explained this before and I love to explain it Mm -hmm. because this is why it's so hard for us to lose weight because when you have PCOS, you have all this inflamed cells, inflammation in your body, your cells are not reacting to insulin. They're not accepting the sugar that insulin is giving your cells to burn for energy and instead it's storing as fat. So like what we eat breaks down into sugar. Our cells are supposed to burn it up and instead it's storing as fat because we're insulin resistant when our cells are inflamed. Mm -hmm. And then that ultimately leads to weight gain. So once again, like everything you do should be constantly, (laughs) or everything I do at least, constantly revolves around How am I going to reduce inflammation? Because that is the bottom line with PCOS, with any type of hormone health. Turmeric supplements, Mm -hmm. omega-3 supplements, gluten and dairy-free, like anything that's going to keep my inflammation low is going to ultimately heal PCOS. And you want to do it in a way where it's not a hassle, right? Like you don't want to like get all these things and be like oh let me take this and that yeah no. it, it really becomes like a normal One part of your process at a time, exactly yeah, out of here to your life yeah your- i've done this myself like with my morning smoothie like i have like a couple of powders that i have you know in, in the drawer i mean you overdo it no 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 but Let's i've come it. up with a system now hold oh. on now hold on okay. now i've changed it up you don't know about the recent uh things okay. that happened in my morning life sorry first I'm of asleep. all <laughs> since you've been sleeping um I've been, you know, like doing just two things at a time. I change them up every day. You know, I'm talking about like, you know, um, what, what are they like? Ash, the ashwagandha. Yeah. Ashwagandha. Matcha. There's matcha for me that I take that you don't take that one because it has caffeine in it. Mm-hmm. I guess you don't really take any of those because you like to mushroom powders and stuff like that. Yeah. sometimes i do <clears throat> i just have to be in the mood because they kind of taste bad yeah <laughs> but I it's like already it. in my protein powder so i don't feel the need like my protein powder philosophy shout out mm-hmm. <laughs> all yeah. of the adaptogens are in there I that's true yeah so i have a system now I'm using like two powders at a time and then I mm-hmm. switch them up every other day. So I get some he different things. He used to drink mud for breakfast. Okay. I'm telling you, you would put like <laughs> 10 different how powders. This is just... I don't know how you swallowed it. Okay. I, I enjoy it. And he loved it. I did. I yeah. did. So I think you need to just continue. Actually, with when I was in school, we respecting did... my smoothies. That's all <laughs> I want to say right now. When I was in uh, when I was in grad school studying nutrition, we did this little test where you put this like strip in your mouth on your tongue to see how um, you can. Oh yeah. How you can bear the taste of bitterness. You gave me this. And I did. Yeah. Do I have that still? You gave me. I tried oh, when this. When we were dating, I must have had it. Yeah. So it was like I was like. No, this oh, is yeah, pretty chill. Oh, yeah, I remember. You were totally unaffected by the bitterness of the I'm a paper. strong person, okay. Whereas I could not even 
like for more than one second keep it in my mouth we did a test in school to see how many seconds you could keep it in your mouth and some people were like i don't I taste mean, anything and some people were like oh my god so your taste buds are totally mm -hmm. um what reflect like whether or not you're going to like or dislike something it's all natural yeah i mean some people yourself, yeah though. but some people have more taste buds than others so it's yeah, some are more some sensitive are more sensitive yeah I don't have as much as you, so... Yeah, so you're drinking mud smoothies. <laughs> maybe my bloodline just had to survive, you know? So we had to get used to eating... Yeah, bitter. Like, 300 years ago, you know, my ancestors were just, like, trying to go oh, through the please. forest, hunting the other ancestors. animals. <laughs> I don't know. We obviously came from a different... <laughs> a different village? Yeah. Okay. So, um, your metabolism. So just to give a brief rundown of the things that you need to think about when you're getting off of birth control. It's taking your multivitamins, your ovacetol, making sure you're getting your B vitamins mm -hmm. in because you've been depleted while you're on the pill and then healing your gut, you know, by going gluten and dairy free and um, taking the right supplements, maybe L-glutamine, zinc. Yeah. And some things you don't want to like eat a lot of or just try to like completely take out of your diet if you can is sugar. Um, one that you're not going to want to hear is alcohol. Yes. It's not because it's going to really cause yeah, your liver your to go liver. a little bit, you know, out of whack. Yeah. Or it's going to make it work a lot harder and it's already working hard. So maybe if you're quitting um, birth control, just try to like get off of alcohol for a, for a minute, you know, and or like if you are just for like three months, three I months, suggest yeah. you if you're really trying to heal your hormones and reverse all of this, mm -hmm. I say three months. Just give the alcohol. What if they had like one break? one drink a week? Like if they were out on Saturday night, they I had mean, one drink. Is it'll that be, okay? It'll be fine. But like it just depends how seriously you want to take this for the next three months. Yeah. Like if it was me and I was in that situation, I'd mm -hmm. really like buckle down just for those three months and get everything together and then start living like a more balanced lifestyle with like some alcohol here and there. Yeah. And like, you know, sometimes yeah. you're going to have some sugar, whatever. It's fine. But yeah, we just try to cut those out and uh, like keep, keep it to a very, a very minimal. Yeah. yeah. And uh, another thing you want to really avoid is inflammatory fats. So these are like a, a lot, a lot of things are like processed mm -hmm. oils, right? Like canola oil, corn oil, cotton seed, peanut. What is peanut? Peanut oil. Pe oh, peanut oil. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's like some type of omega. These are Any some seed oil is really going to cause yeah. some inflammation. Because these are like six uh, omega six fats that are um, they are going to drive your hormones and like your immune system just wild. So try to cut those out too. Yeah, and of course hormone disrupting foods, gluten, yeah. dairy. Yeah. Try cutting them out at least for a month and see how you feel. If it helps, continue. And then one day, maybe if you add it back in and you mm -hmm. see that it's not affecting you as terribly as before, then you maybe you can handle a little bit. But mm -hmm. for a while, while you're detoxing, after you get off the pill, you know, I suggest like avoiding these foods and also really putting some intention behind um, repairing your inflammation in your body and helping your liver and going to the bathroom every day and then replenishing yeah. nutrients and healing your gut lining yes ma'am so there's an alternative 
There is an alternative. The Daisy Fertility Tracker. If you don't want to take birth control. So this is for like contraception. Yeah. I mean, well, actually, some people use it. It's meant to be used to when people want to get pregnant, they want to track. Oh, this is to track to see if you are ovulating. If you're ovulating. Yeah. It's, and it's based so, on your yeah. temperature. Oh, yeah, I see. Exactly. I see. Okay. So, but you, you can also use it to just understand your body and mm -hmm. see like how your cycle is because it based on, you know, first you have like a few, a month or something where mm -hmm. it just understands your body. You take your temperature every morning and it understands your body and then it starts mm -hmm. giving you more accurate results to tell you when your period's going to start, when you're ovulating, when to be more protective, like when you're oh, that's great. Act sexually active and stuff. Yeah. And um, it's actually 99.4% accurate. Oh, wow. About but, the fertility window? Yeah. That's great. But the, here's <laughs> the thing. When you have PCOS and your periods are irregular and you're not taking Obacetol and everything's like not under control quite yet, yeah. then the these types of like daisy fertility trackers that check your temperature are not going to be super accurate for I you. See. Because... I see. You know everything's not balanced yet yeah. so just give it some time mm -hmm. get it all together and the, then you can count on it yeah and like the real thing is like it's getting to know yourself and all the all these things is just patience take your time don't feel like you're on this like crunch time or like time's running out just take your time and you know yeah be patient, be patient. with yourself or else you might give up like it's it's hard enough to do all of these things to like help your hormones there's so many things that we listed in this podcast you have to be patient and just start with one, one supplement, one breakfast, one, mm -hmm. you know, one smoothie at a time. Just That's right. like it doesn't mean tomorrow wake up and everything you do has to be perfectly aligned with your hormones. Just give it some time yep. and take it easy. Mm -hmm. That is right. And if you guys ever have questions about any of this stuff, feel free to DM us or comment or message us. Yes. But yeah. That, I we think, love your comments. We yeah, love your messages. Totally. We live off them. Speaking of, <laughs> we got another uh, win of the week. Win of the week. That's right. And I'll tell her name. Her name is Kelly Elise. Tell me, why don't you read the, uh, her, her comments sure. or her messages? She messaged us. She said, for three weeks, um, she's been... And, okay, I'll just read it like this. Three weeks, I've been gluten and dairy free. I've come on my period and lost seven pounds... I have more energy. My skin feels amazing. I feel less bloated and I can't wait to see what 2020 is going to bring me. And then two weeks later, she messaged me. And she said, I went to my doctor yesterday. She is amazed by the amount of weight I've lost. I'm a stone down and that's 14 pounds. She is 14 pounds down. That is great. And in I'm, a month and a week. Five, and five weeks. Best part is surprising the doctor. I know, but I love those. Good for her. I'm so happy for you, Kelly. And yes. hope you continue to manage your PCOS, lose weight as you know, as you much know. as you want, and just, you know, keep on feeling so feeling good great, yeah. yeah. Less bloated and all these wonderful things. We're so happy for you and all the sisters out there striving to get to your goals. We're here for you. We're here to produce all the content to keep encouraging mm -hmm. you to never end that quest of figuring out what is going on with your body yeah. and what you need to take care of it that is true we're here for you that's right so this is episode nine we're going out episode 10 we're going to do a live q a yeah with all you sisters that's right 
a live Q and A. Yeah, so we'll announce when it's gonna when we're gonna do it, so everyone yeah. can hop on and ask us their questions. Mm-hmm. Take care. We'll see you next time. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out the Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again. Sisterhood.